Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a better business bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. MrQuickPick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. And now time for Christian Car Guy Theater. With today's episode, Pride Takes a Ride, Part 4. Previously on Pride Takes a Ride, Part 3... Jimmy and his girlfriend, Allie, have broken up after they had an argument about prayer. This was just before the spring parade, where Allie was to be queen. We also start to notice a suspicious, out-of-town photographer named Brad, who's been lurking around, seemingly up to no good. Allie had been struggling with her hasty decision to break up with Jimmy ever since Miss Annie, that's Pastor Jack's secretary, got a chance to share some wisdom on the subject of grace with Allie. Let's look in on Allie sitting down to supper with her grandparents. Her parents were killed by a drunk driver when Allie was only 10, and her good-hearted grandparents, Bob and Bonnie Perkins, have raised her. Grandpa, what do you think about the word grace? Grace? Yes, Bob. Remember, we used to say that before we would eat. No, Grandma, not that. Yuck. I mean, like a person who is, like, full of grace. Someone who treats you and everybody else like, well, like you are favored or their favorite. Grace. Well, that's an interesting thought, Allie, honey. What brought this on? Well, I was just talking with Miss Annie about that word. (laughs) Ah, yes. Miss Annie. She's good for making you think. So what do you say about Grace, Bob? Well, now, Allie, uh, that is a deep question. I believe I never really considered it before. Let's see. uh, I do remember someone who had that quality. Actually, it was your great-grandfather, Perkins. Oh, you're so right, Bob. He was one of the dearest men I've ever met. Yes, he was. Do you remember, Bonnie, how he used to take us up to Beaver Creek? And we'd go intertubing every year, even if the water was freezing cold. But Grandpa Perkins made it warm with laughter. He sure did. I never laughed so hard in all my life. (laughs) (laughs) And remember at the cookout after we were all sitting around the campfire roasting marshmallows? You better have your tail ready or Grandpa Perkins would pull it out of you. Your tail? Oh, yes. Grandpa assigned a family member's name on the 1st of June every year. Then at the 4th of July cookout, you uh, told your tale of something that person did that you admired. And naturally, if Grandpa Perkins knew about any conflict between you and someone in the family, you could pretty much count on that person's name coming your way on the 1st of June. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me one of those tales. Yes, Bob. Tell her the one where your brother Don had sold your golf clubs behind your back because he needed the money for rent. Remember, you found out and then got his name from Grandpa. I'll tell you, the entire family knew this one was coming. Oh, yes. 
It was unforgettable. I hadn't played golf since I left home a few years before, and my brother Don thought I would never miss them. But Don and I were to play at the Beaver County Hospice Charity Golf Tournament in honor of our mom, who had just died of cancer. Don knew I would come looking for those golf clubs, and he had sold not only my clubs, but his own as well. He ended up running bags for both of us, uh, but I was still fuming mad. I tell you, Allie, Grandpa Perkins' plan paid off for me that year. I respected Grandpa enough that I knew I had to say something I admired about your Uncle Don. But uh, try as I would, I couldn't think of a thing. (laughs) I ended up going to Grandpa for help. I'll tell you, Allie, when Grandpa prayed a prayer for me that day, I would swear that God himself showed me my brother in a whole new light, literally. All at once, I could understand how brokenhearted he was over Mom's death. You see, Allie, our mom had given Don a special lamp that had crystals all around the shade. Those crystals were Pollyanna rainbow makers that she and Don would play with for hours. Don took every one of those crystals and had Mom's favorite saying engraved on the back and mailed one to each of us. Oh, that's the story behind the crystal in the window, isn't it? Your mother's favorite saying was, to love another person is to see the face of God? Wow, this grace thing really brings out some good stuff. Yeah, it sure does. That changed my relationship with my brother forever. And for the good, believe me. I'll say, Allie, your great-grandpa Perkins had that quality. Lots of grace. That's for sure. Well, that's my real question. Why did he have grace? Allie, I, I think it was because he knew God. Lots of folks act like they're all spiritual, but Grandpa Perkins, well, like my mom said, when you looked into his face, you saw God. He knew the Bible inside and out, but he didn't hit you over the head with it. We had a sense that he was praying for us, all of us, all the time. But when you were with him, you felt like the apple of his eye, like you had his full attention and admiration. He might correct you, but he had a way of doing it that made you feel better, not worse. Yes, Allie, I would agree. Your Grandpa Perkins had grace, and we somehow knew it was his relationship with God. Which makes me think, Bob, maybe we should say grace even though we've already eaten, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all, Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, since three that afternoon, Jimmy and the Under the Hood gang had been praying down at Beaver Creek. Jimmy was brokenhearted over Allie's decision to break up when he attempted to share Jesus with her. So he kind of had no one else to turn to but Jesus. He took the sheriff's advice to go somewhere quiet and asked Jesus to show him what to do. Jimmy fervently prays and tries his best to listen for God's instructions to him. Oh, Lord Jesus, I think I just have to trust you in this, even if I'm not getting a clear answer right now. And that's all right. I feel your peace. Even if I don't know what to do next. I think you're telling me that something's coming down that's even better than I was hoping. Is that right, Lord? Oh, Jesus. Jesus, it's not what I hoped for. It's something much better. That's what you're saying to me. As Jimmy is praying, he sees something tumbling down the stream in Beaver Creek. Hmm. Hmm. What's that in the water? Wow. It sparkles like a diamond. No, it's a crystal. But it has something engraved on it. Hmm. It says, to love another person is to see the face of God. And look, it's making a rainbow. 
What, are you trying to tell me something? Jimmy's Jeep is close enough where the whole gang under the hood sees the rainbow. Wally Windshield Wiper is astonished. Ha ha! I'd say Jimmy has passed this prayer test with flying colors. Gracie Gustang, do you see that rainbow? Yes, that prayer sure was enlightening. Jimmy sounds like he's had some kind of breakthrough. Y'all, I can't remember a time of more fervent prayer. I hope y'all feel as good as I do. Sort of like I had a fill up. I think God is using this pressure on Jimmy to make diamonds out of dust. Tammy Tensioner, how did it go with you? Well, I can tell you, Gracie Guest Tank, that I have been stretched to the max tension-wise. And yet I feel so much less tense about everything now. You know, it's like we've been through a workout with God. And he only stretches us so, so we can start to understand his ways. Just like the rainbow, the light comes through all this stretching. You know, the more I prayed for breakthrough with Allie, the more God changed my heart. I mean, like there's no more tension at all between Allie and me. Now it's just love. Mosey Motor Oil, you and Jimmy are thick. What do those prayers do for you? Ooh, anointed to the max. Mm-hmm, really. Like, God is in this. You know what I'm saying? The S-A-E standard, like all good oils, to be exact. I'm talking about Society of Auto Emmanuels. That means God with us. And God is most indubitably with us. Even right here, under the hood with us. I know it. I can feel it. I can feel the fresh oil of the Spirit right here, right now. Ah. That night, over at Pop's malt shop, the photographer Brad is talking on his phone. Yes, yes, I have the perfect girl lined up. She's pretty and really naive, and she doesn't suspect a thing. You were right. Small towns are the best place for this. She's worth every penny you're paying, you'll see. No, I don't care that she's seen my face. Where you're taking her, there'll be nothing she can do. And nobody to report to. <laughs> Back in town, Allie is headed off from dinner to her room to call Jimmy. Hello, Allie. Jimmy, I believe I made a terrible mistake. Would you consider meeting me at Pop's Malt Shop? Like, tonight? Tune in next month for Pride Takes a Ride, Episode 5. And now here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, I'm plum happy about all these seeds coming to fruition. I mean, this is very, very fruitful stuff. You're so right about that, Danny. The, the sheriff and Jimmy's prayers and the seeds planted by Miss Annie, even the seeds of old great-grandpa Perkins. And let's not forget the impact of Bob and Bonnie Perkins' prayers. Also, Danny, did you see how Grace just spread like a like a wildfire once Miss Annie demonstrated it firsthand to a prideful alley? More prayers are, are sure needed, though, as it would it would appear that something is really developing with Brad, the photographer. <laughs> see what I did there? Developing. <laughs> yeah, yes, you can bet. Our enemy, Satan, is none too happy about the grace fire that's broken out. Yep, sounds like great-grandpa Perkins' 4th of July tradition of grace was really cool fireworks. Say <laughs> a 
Goodbye, Daddy. Uh-huh. See you later, Radiator. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Show today. We are asking the question today on the Christian Car Guy Show. What is a total loss to Jesus? You know, when... In the insurance situations, and when a car becomes a total loss, well, you know, what's involved in that? And unfortunately, we have our very own Christian insurance guy. I mean, excuse me, our own very <laughs> own Christian. Well, we have that, too. But we have our Christian body shop guy with us here today, Jerry, from Ray's Body Shop, to help us discover those things along those lines, Jerry. And it's complicated. When your car gets totaled. Yeah, there's a lot of factors that, that, that play into it, and a lot of it's preference. But then there's also regulations that play into it yeah or maybe it's not total and you think it ought to be so we're going to get into all that there's no doubt we're going to do that but there are some you know questions that hopefully we'll be able to answer along those lines about when is a car told and how do you get the most from your insurance company if, if that happens but beyond that is a difficult question i myself robbie dilmore have been pondering here today i'm pondering it and that is when is something Anything, a car, TV set, when is it not worth fixing from Jesus' perspective? But even more difficult than that, when is a relationship not worth fixing from Jesus' perspective? When is a relationship not worth fixing from Jesus' perspective? Or when's a church not worth fixing from Jesus' perspective? And as soon as I said these to Jerry, he said the same thing I know you're saying, which is the same thing I'm saying, is I wish there was a simple formula like we have for how you, you know, the it's called the threshold loss formula, TLF, for cars. But maybe you know one. Maybe you have those answers. I'm actually struggling along these lines here the last few days, and I would love your wisdom. So you can call us. We are live today, 866 348 Seven eight eight four. That's eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. I have not found this this formula, and I, you know, I've never known a relationship myself, and I, and I mean this in all sincerity that I didn't think was worth fixing. However, <laughs> you know, having been a Christian, I guess about twenty some odd years of. 27 or 8 years at this point in time I have come across lots of folks that clearly do feel like there's a place there and they felt like there was a place there with me they no longer will associate with me whatever it is I did to offend them or whatever they just want to they just disappear out of your life and you can chase and say what did I do how can I make this up you know I don't want you to be gone but yet they're gone and you you try to figure that one out and and you're like when is when do, when when do I pull the trigger on something like that when is it that I decide that this relationship isn't worth it from G, you know how how does Jesus want me now I'm not what Robbie wants is not a big deal obviously <laughs> what Jesus wants is a huge deal so what does that look like what does it look like from a church and Jerry, you see that all the time. I know you've gone to Pinedale for years and years and years, and I've gone to Calvary for years and years and years. Um, in fact, since I've lived in Winston Salem, I've you know belonged to that one church, and that's the church that I you know attend. But when do you come to the point that wow, this is not worth fixing? 
And what does that look like exactly? And how does that, you know, how, how is that from Jesus' perspective? Obviously, in the book of Revelation, there was a point that he was going to take away their candlestick, um, which meant that he was pulling out. Um, so I know that there's a place and there's a spot, but where does, where does that, you know, yeah, where, where are we as humans on this side of it? How, how, how do we define that? And that's, well, I don't know that I ever could or ever can. And so, and yeah, I, see the I, results. And, you can and, see my, my, my question here. And I would love, and I mean this sincerely, I do not have a real clear cut answer on these lines. But if you have some insight or have some wisdom or maybe have a comment or a situation that you want to share, please, please, I'm asking you to call us 866-348-7884. When's a relationship from Jesus' perspective not worth fixing? 866-348-7884. But getting to cars, right? Easy part of this. <laughs> the easy part. <laughs> you deal with this every single day. So from an insurance company standpoint, can you kind of explain the the total loss formula? Yeah. You know, when a, when a vehicle has been in an accident, and sometimes it doesn't have to be a collision accident. It can be, a, you know, you know, flood, water damage, or, or some other type of damage. But basically in the state of North Carolina, and this is pretty much a, a rule throughout this country and other states also, is the 75% rule. And you sit there and go, what's the 75%? Because a lot of people will come in, and the first thing they're going is, well, if it's got frame damage, it's got to be a total loss. Well, that is not an accurate statement because, for one thing, there's very few cars out there unless you have a truck that has a frame under it. So that's misleading, just that 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 thought process. But it's that 75%. And, you know, the, the really the tough thing is most insurance companies don't hit the 75% mark because they're going to deem one a total probably at 70%. Just because they know that if it hits 75%, if the repairs have already been completed, they have to buy that vehicle back whenever oh, you have you know, hidden let's damage. Get, let's and, get to that 70% because yeah. so people can understand the, the math quickly. We'll just use Old Red as an example, okay? <laughs> this is real simple because it's a really inexpensive truck. Okay, Old Red's a 95 Dodge Dakota, 393,000 miles on it. Retail value of that truck, if you went out and tried to buy one just like it, I'm aware is about nine hundred dollars, and I'm sure that most insurance companies would come along that that truck's worth about nine hundred dollars for that many miles on it. So make it even easier. Say it's a thousand dollars. Okay, another hundred dollars. Okay, so it's a thousand dollars. If Old Red's worth a thousand dollars, now you get in a very minor accident. It would not take much, would it? A very minor accident, a bumper, front bumper, radiator support. Da 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 da. You're you're looking at twelve hundred dollars before you can hardly. So. Seventy percent? What the heck? I mean, you, you're you're over at one hundred and ten, one hundred and twenty old reds totaled. Oh well, it just hurt the bumper. So the, there's options. The the bumper is like four hundred dollars, and oh by the way, you got to paint it. So that's you know another hundred and fifty. And then what's the salvage value of old red? Which it turns out is about two hundred. And so now you're at seven hundred of the thousand, and you're at seventy percent. You see. It met the criteria to be told, and all it needed was a bumper. Are you kidding? This is confusing stuff. So we're going to get to all this when we come back. we got Gail is going to help us out with when you say goodbye to a car. And we got so much more. And we need your call, 866-348-7884.
baby be The Lord took her away from me She's gone to heaven so I got to be good So I can see my baby when I leave this world We were out Today on the Christian Car Guy Show, <laughs> when's a car a total loss, or when's a relationship a total loss, or when is a church a total loss from Jesus' perspective, not from our perspective, but from his perspective? What does that look like? I would love to know what your thoughts are. We are certainly discussing it. 866-348-7884 is a number to call, 866-34-TRUTH. And, of course, I do want to mention the Christian Car Guy Theater episode 19 that just played. Um, you know, how fun was that? The Christian Car Guy Theater Pride Takes a Ride has been going on now for a while. And I, I need to point out something I think is really cool. It is actually my father that is playing the grandfather to his actual granddaughter because Allie is my daughter, Mariah. And so you're hearing Bob Dillmore, the voice of my father, speaking as the grandfather of Allie, which is actually, again, his real granddaughter, which is Mariah, who plays that part. But we have all these other amazing actresses like Ann Alt, who was in Adventures to Odyssey, and Bonnie, who plays the grandmother to Allie in this, has been in over 100 films. And Brian Habick, who plays um, Randy Radiator, he was in Dennis the Menace and all sorts of movies that, I mean, these people are, God's really blessed us with some amazing talent. And so I would mention, that if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you can listen to all 19 episodes of Christian Car Guy Theater or any past episode of the Christian Car Guy Show. Or if you don't get to hear the rest of today and you want to figure out when do you pull the plug on a relationship or whatever from Jesus' perspective, you can go back and listen at the podcast page at ChristianCarGuy.com. And we are going to get to an update on the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair Labor for Single Moms and Widows. We had so many wonderful donations here over the last couple of weeks. I want to tell you something that God's doing through that. So we right now have Gail. It is in Charlestown, Indiana, calling in. I think, Gail, are you listening on WFIA out of Louisville? That's correct. Uh-huh. Wonderful. Well, we're so grateful that they carry our show there. What you got for us? Well, uh, I'm now 62 years old, and I'm probably the expert on this subject, but it would take at least a week uh, to give you my views on it. Let me just begin by saying, uh, after my second, yes, I said second divorce, uh, being a Christian my entire life, uh, married to two different ministers, uh, well, students, uh, for the ministry and then minister, uh, I said, God, why on earth can I, how on earth can someone like me who's prayed every day of your life ended up with two divorces? And, uh, but first of all, we're not dealing with a car. We're dealing with two human beings. We're not dealing. And so uh, what I found in a phrase that I coined through several years of searching was, yes, while it takes two people to make a marriage, it only takes one to break it. The verse in the New Testament that reminds me of uh, where Jesus said, shake the dust off your feet if you're not received and go into the next town. Um but like I was saying earlier, unlike a car, you're dealing with two individuals. So what I had to come to in my first marriage was uh, how, when does the bad exceed the good? And I had two little children whose father had left the church, had left God, and I finally had to make the decision to leave that marriage to protect my children's future. 
and my sanity. Uh, the second marriage uh, kind of went the same way, except the children were older and now a third child. And when my last child came to me, unbeknownst to her, the other two had already done it to me, and said, Mother, don't tell me how sorry Daddy is for acting the way he acted. I don't want to hear it. That was when I decided at that time, again, you know, uh, uh, graduated from Christian college, all that stuff, a husband, and great in so many areas, but I had, again, to make the decision, is it better to stay for me and my children in the future, or how do I make that decision when that third child came to me and said, Mother, I don't want to hear any more apologies from Daddy? Then I said, okay, I've got to make a decision. Now, what I can tell you today, all these years later, like 20 years later, from since that divorce, uh, their father now attends church with them. So I left that relationship, but here's the difference that I can see. My first husband remained out of the kid's life uh, to this day. My second husband remains in the child's life because he decided to straighten up some things in his life and merit to be a contributor instead of contaminator of the whole relationship. So I have a relationship with him, but it's on a totally different basis, obviously, because well, I'm happily remarried. You know, what I'm, uh-huh. when, I'm, when I'm hearing this, which, by the way, I'm absolutely yes. loving it, I'm so grateful. Oh, thank you. I am. I am. I'm this is exactly what I was hoping because, you know, people, okay. we find ourselves in situations that we don't know. And, and the, the place that I find myself in often, and I know you do too, Jerry, is at some point you have to go to Jesus and you have to abide there because you really can't figure this out because you know in your heart that, it, it's, that there's no way that I personally can figure this out. But I, what I heard in your Absolutely. story was that in prayer in study and asking exactly. Jesus for help in situations that seem totally impossible. And and, and I also exactly. love what you said that, you know, a marriage is two. And, and when I own a, a object like a car and whatever, that, that that's right. a different thing. So there's a lot to, of wisdom to glean from that, Gail. Would you add something there as well, Jerry? Yeah. I, you know, the thing is, situations like that, it, it, I think prayer and going to God, it, God's word, I mean, open it. You know, search the Bible, search, search where God would have you go in that. And I think uh, so many times we we think that 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 God's answer is that he wants us to be happy. But um, I think you just have to look into God's word and see where it where it leads us. Yeah, he definitely wants us to be close to him, which is a lot of times where that pushes us. But nonetheless, I am so grateful, Gail, that you. Um, had the courage to share that on the air and what you went through and, you. and God bless you so much and and we'll be praying for the those children because we know there's a lot of stuff there that that's difficult and for you as well God bless you thank you Gail you're welcome thank you so much all right bye bye well we would love to hear your view when is from Jesus's perspective you done with a relationship or done with um, a church you know. Or just a friendship. What what does that look like? Or or ministry that you're involved in. 866-348-7884-866-34 Truth. Of course, this all started from the standpoint of when we were talking about old red. That it was poor old red, if it were to have a bumper and the next thing you know, it was gonna cost six or seven hundred dollars, it would exceed between the salvage value of old red and 
the amount of money that it would take to fix it, it would exceed 70% of the value of what you could buy another truck like my 95 Dodge Dakota. So by the the rules of most insurance companies, this would be deemed a total loss. Now, what does that mean exactly, Jerry, from the owner's standpoint? Once your car is totaled, what now? What are your options now? Yeah, you know, that's the thing. And a lot of people don't realize there there are options in that. And one, you know, as you mentioned, I think people either, you know, doesn't really matter to them because they don't have a, a connection with the car or it really doesn't matter because it's just an automobile and, and, and money isn't really a factor for them. Well, a lot of times a connection with the car and money is a factor. So a lot of times people are wanting a car to be totaled. Uh, and other times there are people who are just really devastated when a vehicle is totaled. And there's a lot of reasons for that. A connection with the car, as you would be with Old Red, is the fact that you have that connection with the car and you, you had that car and that truck has a lot more value for you than book value. And so that sort of factors in. And then there's also those who have gone out and got loans and owe more for a vehicle than what the the, the value yeah. of it is. So insurance company is only going to pay you the value of that vehicle, not what you have borrowed on that vehicle. And that's what, and this is a, a good question for, for Bill when he's on here, is that gap insurance, how important that can be if you know that you've overextended on a vehicle because it can save your hide a lot of times by having that, and it's relatively yeah, cheap. Yeah, because if they total a car, let's go with that. And let's say you owed $15,000 on a car, and the insurance company only paid you ten as a total loss. Well, you now, that does not keep you from having to make the rest of the payments on that car. They give you $10,000 to pay towards that car, but you're still on the hook for the other 5000 You no longer Plus, have, you have a go- vehicle, and yeah. you still owe money. So yeah. uh, it's a bad situation, but... You know, That's what that gap stuff, insurance is for, yeah, specifically yeah. for that problem. But you're exactly right. And, and like I said, it's cheap, and it's an area that you probably everyone, if you if you know you owe more on the vehicle than it, than it, the value of it, that's that's a wise move Especially in my if opinion. It's significant, yeah. But the other piece is, you know, if you do, but the insurance company, you can always buy back a vehicle, and there you go again. And this really does get into a lot of conversation because you need to know what the cost is to put that vehicle back on the road. All right. We are going to have more on this discussion of what in the world is a total loss. What's a total loss to Jesus? And we would love your call. I'm serious. I love this. 866-348-7884. 866-348-7884. So much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Today on the Christian Car Guys Show, what what is a total loss from Jesus' perspective? Now, we've been talking about this total loss formula, it's TLF, to the insurance companies. And the formula is, and we'll go over this again slowly because I want you to consider it from a standpoint of your salvation, is that the value of the repairs plus the salvage value 
is greater than the value of the vehicle. Okay, so that's what that's a total loss formula. But if we just take that from a standpoint of you know simplicity, from my you know, how much is it going to cost to fix it versus what's it worth? Well, look at that from God's perspective now on Robbie Dillmore. <laughs> how much is it going to cost to fix Robbie? It's going to cost my son's life. It is going to cost unbelievable torture to my only begotten son. It is going to cost all his blood. It's going to cost more than any value of anything that's ever been paid in the history of creation. Nothing has ever been paid more than what it cost to fix Robbie Dillmore. So if I look at that and I and I begin to just conceive now what's Robbie's salvage value? Well, ought times ought is equal to ought. I've always been told so. My salvage value is nothing. So all I got is is this phenomenal pace, piece that that price that God paid. But what does that say about what my value must be to Jesus? To the Lord. What what that what does that say in order for that equation to have worked the way that it did that God must really, 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 really see some value in Jerry, that he must see some value in Robbie, that how could I then? Now, this is my you know, I'm not talking about marriages where people are abusive or fathers that, you know, I, I, I don't know about that. But here I've got just an ordinary friendship that goes on all the time, okay? Christian friends. Now, isn't that Christian friend? that Jesus paid that phenomenal price, phenomenal price, to redeem, isn't my loving that friend and in a, in a relationship, not breaking off the relationship, because I can't love the guy if I'm not around him anymore, or I can't, you know, if I break off that relationship just because of some offense or whatever, what does that say about the value of what Christ did? And, and there's my real dilemma. Because honestly, I'm I'm in the middle of a couple of those right now where I feel people are broken. And I'm like, okay, what can I do to reconcile this? And I'm getting no answer. And I'm really heartbroken. I, I don't know how to put it other than that. I just am. You know, the, the thing is, sometimes we we think we should be able to fix it. But you know what? At the end of the day, all we can do is Christ-like, and that is to, to love him and seek forgiveness. But to know that, you know, that's between them and them and our Lord and Savior, and that's some as the human side of us. That's hard to accept sometimes because you think I should be able to fix this. That person and Jesus Christ has to fix it on that end. And, all and, we and can do is continue prayer. to love them, Absolutely. love them and pray, yep. and in prayer because you know that's a we can talk to him because you know he knows what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I can just talk to him. Along those lines, those of you who've been praying for the Jesus labor love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, those who have contributed to the Jesus labor love, you know, nothing makes your heart go pitter-pat than, like, here is this lady, and, you know, you, she's got all these kids, school is starting, she's got no breaks, she's got no way to get them to school, she's got no way to get all her stuff done that she needs to school supplies and all that, but because of the donations that y'all made over the last two, you know, totally brake rotors, all this stuff on a Nissan van that I know of. There's another lady that 
that needed some front suspension parts. Wow. I mean, we were able to meet those needs. And again, my hat's off to those of you who have contributed. I cannot tell you what it means. And I feel so like, man, I'm the one that gets blessed because I get to hear the sound of their voice when they say, yeah, we can help. Um, We had two cars donated to us last week. We're still in the process of of figuring out who's going to get those and whatever. That's really cool. What God's doing through that. It's the Jesus labor love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, families in crisis. It's at christiancarguy.com as well as a donate button there. But I always, you know, lately I've noticed we get a lot more donations actually mailed in, Jerry, than we do that people send them out. So I'm grateful for that. And so I like to give the address. It's a Jesus Labor Love, which is at 238-238 Sara, S-A-U-R-A, Lane, in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That's again, 238 Sara, Lane, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, 27107. Now we got Angela is in Burlington, North Carolina. She's got something she wants to say about relationships. Angela, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. Uh, boy, you're asking some tough questions today, but, uh, well, it just, that's a good thing. But uh, I had to leave a church uh, because of a, a, a lot of reasons. Um, and uh, so for me, that relationship was a total loss. Uh, and that breaks, that's a heartbreaker, isn't it? I mean, when yes, you when a, when you lose a church or lose a relationship with a church, that's just I see so many people that 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 that's something in their life that's real and so hurtful. And yes. some we can be praying that God will redeem that somehow. I don't know how He does no. it, but it's that's really hard. But thank you, Angela, well, for calling in. I well, appreciate there it. were. I'd like to share some of the reasons. Uh, there was some false teaching creeping into Sunday school classes, oh. and just a lot of really tough doctrinal things like that. And I was wanting, I was wanting to stay and try to quote fix it, but I couldn't do it. And then something happened that was the breaking point, and the Holy Spirit said, "You cannot stay here." Well, there's the answer, isn't it, Angela? When the Holy Spirit tells you, you you know, there you go. That's 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 the abiding part, and that's how we know. Well, God bless you, Angela. I appreciate you calling in. We got David is in. I'm not going to try it. Sonomonosh, Washington. David, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. We don't have but a moment. Can do you want to share? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, David. What 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 did you want to tell us? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, well, I, it, like like he, uh, Robbie said, and many other people have said on the show, the Holy Spirit is the one that kind of lit the test of, as to what we should do next. Um, but one of the things that I uh, that I noticed is that if we're going to do it biblically, I would just look at Jesus's ministry, particularly with his disciples, and he was uh, their uh, their his their rabbi for three and a half years. And uh, all of them uh, went on to become martyrs, one living martyr. But there was also one that Jesus um, gave men to his reprobate mind, and that was Judas Iscariot. Yeah, he washed his feet hours before all that happened. It's 
It's quite a story, yeah. and there's some wisdom there, David. I hate to run on you, but the show's coming no, that's up. That's fine. God bless Robin, you. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank you. Goodbye now. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, we do want to thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. And those uh, that called in, of course, these are tough questions, but ones that we ought to share and, and, and think about answers for. Well, remember, Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. So as we slow down out there, please go to ChristianCarGuy.com and check out all these things. Get the latest podcast and Christian Car Guy Theater. Thank you again for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. <laughs>